0: Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Feels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille today's episode is a bible study on part one of chapter 8 of the book of john if you haven't checked out the previous chapters I have all of my bible studies and study guides included on my facebook group it's called faith fuels my fire you can go on facebook and type in the search bar faith fuels my fire or i'll also have it linked in the show notes here just click on that link request to be in the group once you're added in the group you'll go on the units tab and you'll see all of my previous bible studies and the study guides included all right so going forward with these bible studies I want to do things a little bit differently. I normally pray at the end of every episode, but starting today I'm going to pray at the beginning of every episode. I started doing that with my episodes on the fruit of the Spirit and also whenever I do these Bible studies on my own or anytime I read the Bible, I always pray first and seek knowledge and understanding to know the truth about God's words. So I wanted to do that today. So before we get into this Bible study, I'm going to say a prayer So if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Lord, I pray that you give us knowledge and understanding to know the truth of your words and to be able to make an impact in other people's lives. Use us as a vessel for your work, Lord, and work through us to make an impact in other people's lives. I pray that our hearts are open to you, that we open up our eyes to see the truth of your words. We open up our mind, our hearts, our souls, our ears to you, Lord, and that we take the truth of your words and spread it to other people and let other people know about you and how amazing you are. I love you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this Bible study. So I'm going to start at verse 53 of chapter 7. Then each went to his own home, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn he appeared again in the temple courts. When all the people gathered around him, he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, If any one of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time. The older ones first, until only Jesus was left, with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss a few things with you guys. So, first, I wanted to point out these verses that I just read. The earliest manuscripts and many other ancient witnesses didn't have these verses. So, it's kind of controversial because some people leave these verses out in the earlier manuscripts a lot of them left these verses out and then some would mark the verses with an asterisk some would put them in other parts of the bible because it seems that it wasn't part of the original text of john's gospel or in this place so it could have been in a different part of the book of john or of a different book in the bible But these verses here, this story here is so good and even though this might not be exactly where it was placed, there's still good reason to believe that John did write this and these verses are so powerful and to remember that Jesus doesn't judge and if Jesus was to judge one person for sin, he would judge everyone for sin and he dies on the cross to forgive us of our sins. So no matter what we've done in our lives, he's not going to condemn us for that. As long as we ask for forgiveness and ask him to come into our heart and we have the Holy Spirit within us, he's not going to condemn us for our past sins. So I'm going to go ahead and just discuss a couple things here. Okay, so these teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought this woman that was caught in adultery in front of the group and tried to trap Jesus. To have a basis for accusing him. And then Jesus said, If any one of you is without sin, let him be the first to stone her. And of course, we all have sinned in our life. There is not one person in this world. In that time, the only person was Jesus that, you know, he lived a sinless life. He was the only one that hadn't sinned. So everyone else had sinned. So they went one by one. And then it was just Jesus and the woman standing there. And He asked if no one had condemned her, and she said, no one. And he said, neither do I condemn you. Jesus was without sin. He could condemn her because he was without sin. He could have been the one to stone her, but that just goes to show that Jesus is so loving and merciful and gracious, and no matter what we've done, he is always going to love us, and he's not going to condemn us. He just wants to teach us. He wants us to follow him. And... He forgives us of our sins. We just have to ask for forgiveness and ask it for him to come into our hearts. So I'm going to go ahead and continue reading, starting at verse 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and where I am going, but you have no idea where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one, but if I do, my decisions are right because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two men is valid. I am one who testifies for myself My other witness is the Father who sent me. I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verse 12, Jesus tells these people that he's the light of the world. Just like we see here in chapter 1, verse 9 of chapter 1, our very first Bible study on John, we talked about this. And in verse 9, it says, The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. And that true light was Jesus Christ. So here in chapter 8, he says he's the light of the world. And whoever follows him has eternal life. We have the light of life. We no longer live in darkness. We no longer live in sin. It doesn't mean that we're not going to sin, but we no longer have the sinful nature. We have the fruit of the Spirit, which is what I've been talking about in my episodes if y'all want to go check that out. But then in verse 13, the Pharisees said that his testimony is not valid because he's appearing as his own witness. And in our Bible study from part 2 of chapter 5 of the book of John, Jesus talks about the testimonies of Jesus. And he says in verse 31, if I testify about myself, my testimony is not valid. And then he talks about the other testimonies about him. And the reason why he says that here is because based on their law, they say if one person testifies about their self, their testimony is not valid. But then he says here in verse 14 that even if he does testify on his behalf, His testimony is valid because he knows where he came from which is heaven and where he's going which is heaven but these pharisees have no idea where he came from or where he's going because if they did they wouldn't question him and he says in verse 16 that if he does judge his decisions are right because he's not alone he has god the father and then he tells them that in their law it's written that the testimony of two men is valid he testifies for himself and his other witness is God the Father. And I'm going to continue reading at verse 19. Then they asked him, Where is your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple area, near the place where the offerings were put. Yet no one seized him, because his time had not yet come. Once more Jesus said to them, I am going away, and you will look for me, and you will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. This made the Jews ask, Will he kill himself? Is this why he says, Where I go, you cannot come? But he continued, You are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I told you that you will die in your sins if you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be. You will indeed die in your sins. So I'm going to stop right there and discuss a few things with you guys here. So these Pharisees asked Jesus where his father was, and he said that they didn't know him or his father. Because if you truly know God the Father, then you know Jesus Christ also. And if you truly know Jesus Christ, then you know God the Father. And he spoke these words while teaching in the temple area. But no one seized him, because his time had not yet come. Like I said in the last Bible study, he's protected. And until it is his time for the crucifixion, and whenever his work is nearly finished, Until that time, no one is going to be able to seize him or put a hand on him. So then in verse 21, he tells them, I'm going away and you'll look for me and you'll die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. So what he's talking about here is he's going to heaven and these people that are seeking to kill him, they have hatred in their hearts. So they're going to end up dying in their sin and they're not going to be able to go to heaven because of this hatred in their heart and not believing in Jesus Christ. So these Jews automatically think, well, is he going to kill himself because he says that where I go, you can't come. And the thing is here, they're making him out to be a sinner saying he's going to commit suicide. And then he says in verse 23 that they are from below and he's from above, that they are of this world and he's not of this world. And they're going to die in their sins if they don't believe that he's the one he claims to be. So they're trying so hard to make him out to be a sinner. They're seeking to kill him. They're doing all of these things, but they don't realize that he comes from heaven and that only through him will they be able to have eternal life and be able to go to heaven. And they're still not believing in him. They still have hatred in their hearts and they're going to end up dying in their sin and they're not going to make it to heaven. All right, I'm going to continue reading starting at verse 25. Who are you? They asked Just as I have been claiming all along, Jesus replied, I have much to say in judgment of you, but he who sent me is reliable, and what I have heard from him I tell the world. They did not understand that he was telling them about his father. So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am the one I claim to be, and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just as the Father has taught me. The one who sent me is with me, he has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him even as he spoke, many put their faith in him. All right, so these are the last verses I'm going to read here, but I'm going to discuss these with you guys here. So Jesus is saying all these things to these Pharisees and they're asking him in verse 25, who are you? And they still don't get that he is the Christ. He's the son of God. And he says in verse 26 that he has much to say in judgment of them but God the Father that sent him is reliable, and he tells the world what he hears from God the Father. And then in verse 28, he says, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, what he means here is with his crucifixion, being lifted up on the cross. Because, like we know, and we'll see this further on in the book of John, that once he's crucified, three days later is his resurrection, and he raises from the dead. And he says, Then you will know that I am the one I claim to be, and do nothing on my own. And God the Father is with him always. He hasn't left him alone, and he's fully submitted to the will of God the Father. And he does what pleases God the Father. And it says here in verse 30 that many people put their faith in him as he spoke. So that concludes our Bible study on part 1 of chapter 8 of the book of John. Next Bible study will be part 2, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I will see you guys next time. Bye guys!